too expansive. A Broncos kind of expanse. I'm Beef. I'm the operator. And I am confused why they keep letting the media chick on the ship. <laughs> this week we're talking about Season 5, Episode 6, Tribes. Uh, you are talking about evil Monica getting onto the ship again. And how come is- someone hasn't spaced that bitch? I think with that reaction, though, that's why they show Holden instantly going into his new shiny captain's quarters and saying, Monica only barely has guest access privileges. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Because it, and, and the thing is, it's like, on the one hand, yeah, she she really shouldn't be on there at all. And on the other hand, it's like when they're talking about, you know, oh, we're going to be doing high G force. Yes, I've been on that ship. Right, when we were the first to go through the ring gate. Yeah, and, and on the one hand, it's snotty, and on the one hand, it's like. Okay, she has a solid point. She actually knows what's going to happen. All right. No, she never has a solid point. Never <laughs> believe. His <laughs> Her point also of they might have more people to kidnap me on the station. I'll take my chances out there. That, that, sounds, that is a hashtag fact. Right. That's because everywhere you go, people are tired of your shit. True. <laughs> Again, hashtag fact. I will, I will say I love Anna Hopkins. She was great in Defiance. She's a terrific actress. She she does a, a wonderful work, and she's lovely to look at. She is yes, very is. talented. All true. I fucking hate her character in the show. <laughs> character is a is a just just not I a good just, person. I just I want anyway. I want to smack her and just airlock her. Like nothing good will come from this chick. You know that. You know why do you keep letting her on the boat? If, if let's I correct none of what you have said is wrong but if you're her that is a good uh, bet to make you go with the ship of assholes that have made it through every other thing that the verse has thrown at them in oh. the last few years yeah the the thing is when when everything goes to crap much like it is in this country right now uh, when everything goes to crap what you want to be with is the guy who's going to make it through now it's not going to be comfortable it's not going to be fun. And it's pr- he's probably going to do some crap where you're like, pushing buttons. Quit, quit pushing buttons. Please, Holden, James, just anything. Stop doing the things that we're doing. <laughs> but you know you're going to get through it. <laughs> Jimmy, my boy, could you stop pushing buttons for a little bit? <laughs> just a little this bit, Holden. This is how you get through life, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get through life, boy. <laughs> uh, okay, the opening of this episode, I think, was very powerful. We had... Arvisala, Arvisala, crying and vulnerable. I don't think I, we've ever seen that from her. That that shook me, and uh, we kind of hinted that you know about this guy that's coming in. Basically, you know, okay, I'm the new, you know, yes. head dude. Whatnot. And it, the thing is, on the one hand, he's he's a very nice guy, and you can tell this is way over his yeah. head and everything. <laughs> But at the same time, I'm really concerned about this dude because based on human nature, and I'm about to sound very much like Sean, which I'm a little scared of. It's Ten years of podcasting together. Based on human nature, you can't have someone who is nice in that position. You know, it should be, for all intents and purposes, it should be a decent human being in that situation you want somebody with a vast amount of experience. And it, this guy is not that guy. But I think that's why he did the huge move and asked 
Arvasal to be part of his cabinet. Absolutely. He saw the greater Absolutely. picture, and I didn't. I didn't realize to how rough she actually was until she was shaking and struggling to put her jewelry back on to walk out to the meeting. That gave her and purpose again. Yeah, but here's the other thing: it gave her purpose, but it gave her purpose that cost her her husband. It took her mind off her husband, though, too. Took, no, you don't know that yet. We don't know yeah, that he's dead. He let's, Not yet. Let's <laughs> yet. But we, we don't know that for a fact. But here's the thing. The reason that they split was because of her career. Oh, yeah. And she's going right back into it. And right she's now. going right back into it. And to do this, she knows this. She's not stupid. She knows that what she is about to do, yes, it is the absolute right thing to do because you are dealing with, you know, millions of people who could die. But... For her to do this, it's basically like going back to the reason that she lost her husband in the first place. And that has to just be catastrophically emotional to her. So it it was like a double whammy. She knows deep down he's probably gone. But on top of that, she is going back to the thing that cost her her marriage in the first place. Uh, Sidebar, because it's not too far for me to jump. Sean, you've watched Letterkenny, right? Sure. You've seen the season seven or season nine, whatever the most recent one. Yes, I have. Okay. Uh, did you notice that Nancy Gao is freaking Squirrely Dan's girlfriend? <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. So <laughs> President Gao on a different show likes anal play. I'm just saying. I'm leaving that out there. But anyways, she's probably yeah, dead sure. in this show. She's a big fan. Yeah. yeah, she's a big fan. Always talks about butt play. Yeah. I'm like, God, she's pretty. Where have I seen her? And then it was like two episodes later, she came back, and I'm like, this is going to bother me. I have to find out who Ellen is. And they said Nancy Gao, and I'm like, wait a minute. So, yeah. Anyways, mm. we go from Arvasala. We, uh, sorry for that well, sidebar. One, one more thing about Arvasala, but the, the president streaks in his hair there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. Too you nice. Guys you're are, right. Yeah. He's, you guys are familiar with the Peter Principle, correct? What? Yes. Yeah, you you promote a guy so high up, yeah, that eventually you promote him into failure. Yeah, yep. this is the what the fuck uh, is he transportation secretary? Yes, uh, yes, right. And and he had a good reason for being transportation, and I'm sure he was a good transportation secretary. Yep. But he never had any intention of doing this. He's a decent dude. He is unequipped for this. No, he's not equipped for this at and, all. And that that ends one of two ways. Oh, he's dead. Either either they eat him alive inside, you know, the the uh, you know uh, uh, cabinet secretaries of. You know, I don't think there's or, anybody to eat him alive. I think all all the people that will have been promoted will be underlings, except for Arvasala. In a in a vacuum. True. There there are sharks appear. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But. They're either eat them alive, or, and this happens a lot in the corporate world, I've seen this many, many times, and it's human nature, you try and overcompensate so hard for your inadequacies. <laughs> he becomes the dictator. Right. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, I think that is actually, and that goes back to my original point about he does not have the experience with which to do this, especially in a situation like this. Because most not, of the people yeah. that are around him, most people that are going to be around him that are left, are military. Yeah, military people want to kill everybody. Well, at least half are the military. But yeah, the the military is going to do, you know, kind of the classic 
general in a in a crisis situation. Let's shoot bomb the crap out of so and so and shoot a missile, nuclear war, you know, whatever it is, right? You're right. going to be getting that in one year, right? And the other year is going to be like, let's make peace, right? And here's the thing: if he has lost somebody or he is traumatized, and there is that initial reaction to yeah. pay back, you're you going to listen no to people mechanism. who wants to just you know blow people up. There's going to be the party that's like, yeah, that actually sounds pretty good. We should do that. He still has Arvasala, though. So I, he has an ace in his Ar- back Arvisala pocket. Will, yeah. Arvasala will at least be the voice of reason for the for a certain Well, and, and that's the kind of person that rides the line, right? Arvasala yeah. can go and strike hard and be a, a voice of reason when she needs to be. I would never do that well. Yeah. Uh, I would wind up being, you know, some asshole who blows up a station or something like that. Or like Chrissy, you know, who, like, (laughs) I got juiced up and, or not Chrissy, uh, uh, Peaches, who got juiced up, got mod so that she could blow some stuff up, right? Yeah. I would go way too hard on the, I'll take you down with me side. This guy could go full Baltar or. Yeah. He's I don't gonna, think he's got the ball. No, to be but like you said, with the vacuum and he overcompensates, he yeah. might become yeah, no, he could, semi-evil. He could Absolutely. Good. Well, yeah, he might be yeah, over, over war hockey. I'm thinking mm-hmm. he'll be uh, uh, Chrissy, our favorite stripper. Arvasala will get close to him and be in his cabinet, and then he's going to die somehow, and she's going to just slide right back into power. That is much more... <laughs> It's much more likely. It's like you will accidentally catch a case of death. Right. I don't yeah. mean she's going to kill him. I just mean another bomb or a strike or something. Yeah, or, or a crazy person or, or somebody right. grieving just offs him and Chrissy slides right in. Yeah. Although I am saying this, and this is this is just me being me, okay? She is single now. She could be. <laughs> she His favorite single. stripper. She could she could be his favorite stripper. Nah, he's got I mean, a different favorite stripper, and we'll get to him and Peaches later because they got yeah, some fun stuff. Yeah, I got something stuff. to say about Peaches. I'm getting, I'm I not love getting her. a good feeling about her right now. I still love her. Uh, the Razorback being boarded. Well, oh we, God, hold on. So cool. We we yeah. wondered when Bobby was going to bust out that old fucking oh power God. suit. <laughs> she just lit his face his up with a machine gun in the face. It's like, in the face. <laughs> Uh, and, and she's holding on to the guardrail. Like, what and the, the fuck? Ship. <laughs> she is one tough bitch. I don't care what anybody says. It's not just for that power armor. She is a gangster. Yes, it's, she is. It's sort of yes, like, uh, 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 you know, Deadpool. Man, I wouldn't want to pressure her into sex on right, problem. Right, right. Mm-hmm. See, she. Okay, so you keep having um, Alex. He keeps doing this random shit, right? He, like, jumps to go plant a bomb on the, the boarding belter ship, and then he jumps back, and the ro- or the Razorback is just out of the way. Every time something goes on with him, I'm like, is this where we lose him now? Is this, is this where <laughs> is they easily is write him one? out? Is it this one? No, no. Okay, so they plant a bomb on this belter ship, and then emergency startup... I thought they dumped the core, the fucking drive unit. What the fuck is I, this extra thing? My guess is that yes, they jumped the, the they dumped the um, core, but they have like a backup or something. Move. They they can't go fast, right. but they can go. So I don't know. I just 
like beefy, I'm just waiting in the hot tub time machine where you're waiting for Homeboy to lose his arm. Is it now? Is it is now? But I don't think you can lose him before him and Bobby get down. I don't think so either. That or at least have like an awkward make out for a second scene and go, oh, we can't do that. God, can you imagine that woman like being sexually interested in you? Like you wouldn't survive it, but you'd be happy about it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be all right. Like drummer, you'd be the same way. It's like, oh, yeah, you don't want anything way. to do with drum. I would totally lose it, but uh, you don't want anything to do with drama. You would just like look at all our friends; they all die or have horrible yeah. things happen to them. Like yeah. you don't want to earn drama's respect. Love her. Yeah. I would love to try though, right? I don't know. I don't know if you have you have it. you heard the actress's real voice too? It completely throws you off. No, I'd try not to. She, she almost is, sounds like a valley girl. I'm like, no, no. She needs she needs that tough belt of Loda accent for sure. Yes, yes. Um, Marcos flipping out about so instead of a grand symbol of inner and belter unity destroyed, along with one half of Tycho, the Rossi is underway underway in pursuit of the Zamea. He's so pissed off. I love it. Here's the thing. This is the first time I've seen him blink. Yeah. Up until this point, he has been like complete control. This is the first time I've seen him go, oh, crap. The first time he's on his back foot and he tells his kid and the old white dude to space her. And the old white dude's like, do it yourself. I was like, this dude's dead. This dude's dead. (laughs) Oh, well, he's going to kill him. Right. right? (laughs) And then he's like, you know, if it has to be done, uh, you can do it yourself. Maybe I've maybe I've finally gotten old enough to think for myself. Like, whoa, (laughs) you are, bro. You just killed yourself. You know, you you can't just walk out of the ship and be okay, right? Dude, (laughs) like he's going to find a way for you to die. But this is and this is a fine example of what Holden does. You you think you got him. You you really do. You got him zeroed in. It's it's all fine. And somehow he just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And Wolverine's this way, you know, like he doesn't like Wolverine never has a plan. True. Right? No. He just walks in and gets the crap beat out of him and yeah. went, Well, that, that didn't go as well as I would have hoped. I'll yeah. just keep going and keep going until there's no one left to kill. Holden's a little like that. He just keeps pushing buttons. Until he gets where he needs to go. But that old belter dude just shit all over Marco in front of everybody on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, the thing is, again, Marco, he blinked. Yep. Up until this point, he has not blinked. He is is experiencing the Holden effect. That's why he blinked. Yeah. It's like, uh uh-oh, this is what other people felt when Holden's like, the Rossi is underway. And you're like, damn it. (laughs) <laughs> curses <laughs> foiled again where was the kaboom well when philip goes down and screams at his mother you know like look what you've done she got she gets all happy about mm-hmm. her family still being okay and they have a cool exchange about how they don't think of them as family anymore you know sadness sadness but what she says there about you ended millions of ordinary lives and you haven't felt the price of it but someday you will yeah. Uh, and the thing about your father would let you die for him, but wouldn't die for you. That's yeah. that's huge. And I think she's finally starting to get. She's starting to get into him. She's starting to like get under his skin a it's, little bit. It's still not Naomi though. It's no. Still, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not it's saying it's still it is. not Naomi. And her son's a bitch. I'm sorry. A but now at the end, is he 
is he in on the spying with his father or is he going to get close to his mother and the and marco is just spying i think marco is spying i the kid is just looking at his mom that's what i that's what i feel the funny thing about kids is is they can make their own decisions they are capable of that sure but this kid's got what 18 20 years Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe with with Marcos. Yeah, and yeah. and his mom is somebody he's grown up to hate. It doesn't matter how much you you wanted to be a part uh, or you wanted her to be a part of it. The only thing this kid's ever known is his crazy, uh, you know, world-ending father. Yeah. So he's gonna eventually he's gonna side with his dad. So you're oh, thinking yeah. I mean, that's, you're that's, thinking that's, he's trying to sue her, Dick. I think I think that's a given. I just think right now in that moment he is looking at this woman as his mother. In True. that moment, yeah, he's wavering a little bit. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. But I think I I absolutely think when the chips are down, if something happens and stuff like that, yeah, he's going to side with his dad. Period. Well, let's get back to Earth and the let's do that. Peaches, Peaches, <laughs> Mao, and uh, Amos. They kind of come up to a camp if you will and they both know that they're going to be screwed if they need to flash IDs so they decide to walk across the conservancy and I think that's a little bit of cool world building how Mao's grandpa and father it was a charity for them and all kids took a week field trip to plant a tree and learn about the carbon cycle Except if for Amos. You went to like, right. Yeah, if you went to a school and stuff like that, then yes, you did that. Yeah, yeah, if, if you were, were a, a school, yeah. child you were raised whore. in a whorehouse. Yeah. <laughs> and not so much planned yeah, trees. Child yeah. whores didn't do field trips, I don't think. No, I don't think so. They're child well, hitmen either. Here's my problem with Peaches. I'm really starting to get a mm, ethics holier than thou, like I'm going to make good decisions type of vibe from the would-be uh, suicide assassin. And this is really bothering me, because I think she's going to get really, I don't know, ethic-y. I think she might. <laughs> later on. Hang on. I think she might, and you're not wrong, but I think what they're doing this for, uh, the whole discussion back and forth about the monsters thing, i got to find it, but it's because they're trying to paint the difference between her and uh amos's moral compass right she well, yeah, still he says yeah yeah she still has a moral compass even though she did a lot of bad shit to try to frame holden and clear her father's name or whatever she was trying to do and i think that's just to point out how fucked or i've killed but i'm not a killer because a killer is a monster and monsters aren't afraid that describes amos he's never afraid he is singular focus he killed a dude just to get them a place to eat and sleep and like it's well uh, he didn't exactly kill that yeah, you're right he, 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 <laughs> he would have exactly but he didn't so there and here's the thing about that moment go ahead and describe the moment i'll talk on the other side so i uh i watched this episode i think a day earlier than both of you and as soon as it was over with i paused it and i texted you both holy fuck mm-hmm. um she's bad peaches is rough and amos sets her down and this is after their whole civilization talk which we'll get back to that a little later but he basically says if i don't if things go bad run um and he goes over and tells this guy he's got a water purifier and he wants to trade this prepper for a rifle 
and he makes the prepper makes Amos strip, and the prepper plans to steal from Amos. And right as the prepper lifts his thumb to unsafety his weapon, just before the safety's going to click, in the distance you hear like the pop from her mod implant. And you just see this furious flash of like quick hands and a screaming face and then gun blast and Amos is covered in fucking strawberry jelly. Now the look <laughs> on Amos's face. Before and after the gun blast. Well that I was have, unexpected. <laughs> I, I have never I mean, it has to be immeasurably fucked up for Amos to have a look on his face like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and so quickly, because when she comes to, he's like, they're pretty fast, huh? <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, it was just like, ah! and to see her move like that and then pass right out again and everything. I don't disagree with Sean, though. I think she is going to become a little bit holier very than thou. moral yeah yeah she's going to become very moral and try to do because at the end she's like you know we really didn't have to kill him you know we're worse than monsters or we're just like monsters and blah 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 at the same time you're in a situation where you are going to quite literally kill or be killed the rules are changing or have the changed rules now. have changed at that point there is no like you know what they talk about society yeah, right here there is the thing about civilization is it keeps people civil get rid of exactly. one and you can't have the other it's like exactly. you've done this before i grew up like this everyone else is just playing catch-up people are right. tribal the more settled things are the bigger the bigger the tribes can be the churn comes and the tribes get small again right now we are a tribe of two and the thing is i mean this goes back to you know what amos is born to pretty much do uh or was forced to do basically since he was a child yep and that's kill or be killed and they are in a society now where you are going to kill or be killed i mean like like i said like two episodes ago when we talked about earth being hit by the rocks earth is fucked now it just is they're not going to it's not gonna be like star trek where everything is fine later on right it's fucked so you're going to be dealing with people who are hungry, who are sleep deprived, who are yep. sick, who are angry and who are wandering around waiting for their next shit. And it's not going to go well for people who don't know how to fight at that point. Well, they found that dead body and they took the coat and the boots for peaches. Mm -hmm. And when they got to the dude by the fire, the way he said, nice coat, it was mm -hmm. like he killed that motherfucker in my mind. And then he might have, yeah. The way true. he offers Amos a drink, Amos is like, yeah, something ain't right. Let's go, pack your shit. Well, Amos, Amos, as soon as he saw the fire, his you could tell he was like, this isn't right. Yeah, something's wrong here. Uh, I'm not cool with this. We can sit down because you're about to pass out, but no, we're gonna leave pretty soon. I think you're both probably right about peaches and the holier than thou. But I'm hoping that she'll come around to realizing holier that this. Mal. Oh, <laughs> the puns! Oh! I love it. But I think she's gonna I hope she's gonna like come around to realizing that this is a new world and even though he's crazy, he's doing it for them, just like what did he say? Bad you can a bad person can do good things and not be bad or something. Like sure. I, I hope that she relies on him like that. Because even at the end he's like, Holden would have never approved a move of like mm -hmm. this. I gotta get back to my crew. 
And that says something about Amos, too, is the fact that he realizes he's starting to lose himself. Yep. And he's like, okay, well, I need that moral compass again. That's what I got. He's not starting to lose himself. He's starting to be himself. Yeah. <laughs> he realizes that's a problem. He's referring to himself. He's becoming Timmy again. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Why do you and, call him Timmy? You know, like, uh, that's, that's, there's, there's uh, the problem I have with, with the whole the whole moral thing is you are in a a completely bombed out nuked out hole and you are now applying rules and morals that no longer exist where mm-hmm. you live yep yeah and you can't the, the problem for me is is uh, i don't think i'd be holden i don't think i'd be mao i'd be a lot closer to amos than I would like to admit. Mm. The only thing that would keep me closer to Holden is I have a family. Yeah. I would have to I would have to be okay in their eyes. If yeah. I didn't, I'd be Road Warrior and that motherfucker up. I think I'd probably be Just like walk away. like Mao a bit. Away. Where I'd still kill motherfuckers if I had to, but I'd still feel a little bad about it, at least for the first few days. I mean, because when she woke up, she was like did we win? She wasn't even sad about it right away. She's just like, okay. And then it, you know. Then you get to see that protein bar again. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we haven't talked about Drummo uh, meeting Marco and thinking it's an ambush and then gets the message the Free Navy it, welcomes you. It was an ambush. Make no mistake. Oh, I mean, absolutely. He was doing ambushy things. The, the issue I have is where the hell are they getting all these Mars ships? And why do they have them with weapons and so Because Mars is trading them. They, they're I mean, traded that, away, sold away. But, but Mars should be... Mar- and I get that it's like Russia, right? It's like Russia, and they're just selling everything and all that. But why don't they take those ships, steal them themselves, and go through the damn ring gates with that? Because they can, you're missing the whole point again. Most Wassanames can't get to... Oh, you mean the Martians. Right. Why aren't the Martians using their That's own damn boat? Because, because yeah. they're selling them to belters and making a lot more money so that they can get on a ship going through the ring gates and probably still having money or resources. If you go to through a ring gate and end up with a stolen Martian vehicle and anyone from Mars comes there, you're going to look like a pirate. If you sell the fucker and get to a planet with a bunch of resources, you know what I mean? You're a little more plausible deniability. I, yeah, I mean, I guess so. I To me, there's a thousand gates inside those ring you yeah, know inside some the stupid amount yep. i i bet you i could make a go and find a planet without anybody co- it, it's it, like use your imagination people True. i mean but and i realize it's it's the the sheeple scenario right <laughs> mm-hmm. you do you do what you've heard works and they're all doing that. I mean, that's our country was funded by people who were like, "Hey, pff, let's go over there. The streets are paved with gold, and you know it's free and everything." I mean, and we had a horrible time at the first of this. Uh, the first fifty years of our country were not good times uh, for anyone involved. The last handful of years have been pretty bad too, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say uh, our lifetime hasn't been fantastic either. Uh, the thing about Marcos, though, we keep uh, I'm I'm dabbing around here, but last week we were talking about what is his plan, and as Drama goes in, it's give me your weapon, your temper precedes you. I love that line, and she jabs back with what no throne. He yeah. has a scientist from Ganymede's egg domes, and they have 
like soil. So they plan on making the belt sufficient. It'll be rough for a few years, but that's, so it is about revenge and war, but it's also about self-sufficiency and self-stabilization. He's not just trying to wipe out earth and have it be a war for the ages. He wants to be free. That's that's the thing that kind of took me back, took me aback a little bit because I didn't expect him to play that card at all. I didn't think he was, because the thing is he went, to the belters and said, "Yes, we will. Ha- we will be able to have food. Mm-hmm. You cannot underestimate a hungry person, right? When you tell them you have food, and now, I have a plan, and I have a plan to get this going. The moment he put that out there, I'm like, ah, oh, crap! All he has to do is tell them that he has food, and he will have." everybody lined up behind him with him everybody. and drama in the same room there is so much weight and personality and gravity it's almost yeah. too much with him and drama staring daggers at each other yeah you'd have to i mean look at ashford was a soft touch he was a grizzled old dude and he was solid and and he was he was a hard dude but he was a soft touch he was a pirate at the end of his career right yeah. Drama is flint steel. <laughs> yeah. She just yeah. she doesn't have any soft edges on her. She'll just gut you, toss you out an airlock, and go eat dinner. Mm-hmm. She will not care. So it has to it has to be somebody who has that much weight to to equal her because the force of her she's like Dom and in she's like gravity. Yeah, she's so, tiny she's just, but a big presence. Right, but but if you screw with her, she will kill you and your entire family and not feel bad about it. So, I, I mean, I'd be worried about her, too. I, I, but here's the other thing. Her crew knows what the situation is. As much as they don't like it, they yep. don't like Marco, they don't like any of it, they know what the situation is. And like you guys said, it was an ambush. It was a, quote-unquote, peaceful ambush. Yep. Because you, but it's basically like you're going to join us or you're going to die, and the crew knows this. The that's what they do. If they didn't do it, they are going to die. All right, I have a small sidebar question. Yep. Mm. Is her crew drama's crew like free loving and and taboo sex where they just all sleep it all in the family, or is this like she's going behind drama's back? No, oh, no I they, think, they all be they all be fucking. Yeah, and I think that's I think the dude and the chick that in this one were went to the ship with her. I think they're fucking. And when Drumma found out about Ashford's death, she just asked that chick to stay with her. And I, you know, like yes, I think they're free loving, but I think those two are dating. That's why it was such a like soft talk about. I'm asking you, do you do you care? Do you feel for Drumma? Like they were talking like. I don't know. It is all lovers, but I think those two are together, and the chick belter just shared herself with drama. Yeah, that's how I took it with the loss. Huh. I don't okay. know. I think uh, it's I, all free loving. I think they all fucking. <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, they all fucking. But... I, think, I think they all fucking. Because <laughs> the the little navigator chick's hot, and the tall mm-hmm. Asian chick is hot. Exactly. And hot. I, I think they all fucking. <laughs> I'm sad that they had to trade crew members because now we get that shitty chick that hates I'll talk Naomi. About, yes. Oh my god. Drawing a short straw. <laughs> Somebody space her now. God. Even her voice is annoying. Like Everything she has about no her redeeming like, qualities. None. None at all. At least Monica's cute, you know. She's got a cool haircut and a shitty uh shitty stare. I like the shitty stare. 
Yeah. Spacer. She's Spacer. evil. Philip lets it slip like the fucking idiot kid he is when <laughs> when Nail or when Drama's like I will tell your mother what a man you've become. Is there anything you'd like me to tell her or whatever? And he's like, No, I could tell her. And then Marco looks at, uh, uh, so she knows she's there, right? I mean, Drama's not an idiot. I think the worst spies in history. (laughs) They really are. They're really terrible spies in this show. Really terrible spies. Like, holy fuck, you guys are bad at this. But I think, I think she's, she at least suspects. She may not know for absolute certainty. But she at least suspects. Yeah, or she knows that they are in contact or have contact yeah. with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck, I'm almost into my notes. You guys got any other shizzle snacks? Uh, uh, yes, good. one thing. <laughs> uh, my uh, my ideal body shape is Amos. Amos. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap, that dude's in beast mode. If this was the future and I didn't have to do any work, and I could, like, wake up with that body for a cost, I mean, I would cut a testicle off if there was EMT standing by, and I would wake up the next day with that body. Because, like, he is so chiseled, it's disgusting. And the thing is, you don't see it in any of his clothes at all. That boy is ripped, though. No. And and when he was in it, I'm like, okay, I got to do push-ups. Right. Damn it. I was more. I got to do sit-ups. Shit. I don't care about well, my I'm arms. Soft in the middle. <laughs> what, did, what did they say in that season four episode of Rick and Morty? Look at the cum gutters on that guy. Because <laughs> holy fucking hell! Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a ripped dude. That yeah. is a that is a that is a beefy ripped guy. I, yeah. I that's and it's not like skinny. Like Bruce Lee was ripped, right? But, but he was skinny. Yeah. he's yeah. solid small yeah this is this dude is like a brick oh that yeah. brick shit house built like a brick shit house oh my god would you can you imagine getting in a, i mean just the the sheer force he could bring to bear like when you hit him and you see his mouth is bloody and he just turns around smiling at you and you know he's Mertry. got that underneath <laughs> it yeah you're gonna die dude. you're gonna die now <laughs> nothing nothing is gonna save you he suplexed tiny. <laughs> he really did. Now we know why or how. I want him and Peaches to have babies that are slightly less crazy than him and slightly more crazy than her. I think it could be the perfect oh, balance. That's the third Antichrist right there. I know it'd be great. <laughs> that's the that's the evil bad in episode or season forty eight. That's right. Uh, well, thank you boys for joining me again. As always, I appreciate it. Of course. And, uh, yeah, if you guys have comments, questions, or want to play along, email us, expansiveopa at gmail.com, and we will catch you next week. If you'd like to send us an email or some feedback, email us expansiveopa at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at expansiveopa. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week.